Welcome to the K-Culture Podcast. We're a community of Jesus followers. If you'd like to watch this message live, we stream Sundays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the K-Culture YouTube channel. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. My name is Moni. I am glad that you decided to connect with our community. And if you're part of our community, I wanna go ahead and say, Welcome as well. Uh, as most of you know, we've been covering um, the life of Jesus, the life of the disciples of Jesus. And so um, if you haven't watched those sermons, I highly advise that you go back and tune in so you could be caught up. And so uh, we said that um, we are supposed to center our lives around the person of Jesus as students of Jesus or followers of Jesus. And we said there are four goals in doing that. We said being with Jesus is the first one. The second one is imitating Jesus. Third one is becoming like Jesus. And the fourth one is sharing Jesus. And last week I talked about becoming like Jesus, which was the third goal. And today I'm gonna be speaking on the topic of sharing Jesus. So sharing Jesus is essentially inviting people to a life in Jesus. In other words, it's inviting people who are caught up in the ways of the world to be in the way of Jesus. Now, I don't know if you've invited people to your house, to a a function somewhere, a party, or um, even a sporting event. You know that what you're doing is you're promising people an experience. You're guaranteeing people that if they go to this thing or if they um, show up to this place, that they will have an experience of their life. In the same way, I believe that um, the Bible says, actually, that we are to invite people into the experience of living in the way of Jesus. Why? Because the guarantee is that for those who live in Jesus, for those who walk by the ways of Jesus, eternity is waiting for them on the other side. Now, the thing is, the world offers temporary pleasure, but what it doesn't offer is everlasting satisfaction. And so what you and I are doing when we're inviting people um, into this community is we're saying, hey, satisfaction for the soul, everlasting satisfaction, you will truly live life when you walk in the way of Jesus. So I'm super excited to be preaching on this topic um, of, of being on mission for Jesus. It's something that um, drives my life. It's something that keeps me passionate. So uh, if you have your notebook, your Bible, I highly, take, I highly encourage you to take notes and, uh, and read your Bible uh, along with me. So if you have your Bible on you, go to Matthew chapter 4, verse 18 through 20. Matthew chapter 4, 18 through 20. The Bible says this. It says, As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. See, when Jesus started his ministry, he went to this little city called um, Galilee. He, and then he finds these two brothers who were uh, by the sea. They're actually fishing. 
um, fishing for fish, not fishing for people, but fishing for fish. And he sees these people. Now, now when I see that word saw or, or he looked at them, um, the, the correct way to look at that is to see how much Jesus desired and longed for these people to truly live. In other words, these people had their net. It was just a regular day at work, right? And they were, their, their occupation, their career was to fish. Uh, they're, they're fishermen, right? So Jesus sees them, but he found them. He found two lost brothers, and they were lost in their way. Are you lost in your way? What are you carrying in your hand, that net that you're carrying in your hand? To us, that is the way that we're on. To the world, the world t- tells you to carry your net, to carry your, your way of thinking, your perspective. But can I say something to you today? That, that life is not found there. Life is not found there. And so Jesus sees them where they're at and he, and, and he longs for them to find the true way, which is himself. And so he approaches them and he says, hey, cast your nets. Let them go and come follow me. And then he says to them, and I will make you fishers of people. Fishers of people. Jesus found two guys who were lost. Lost in their own way. And what was that way? It was their net. It was their career. It was the only thing they knew. They, they believe that that was the reason they existed. Have you ever felt that the reason you exist is because of the thing that you do? Can I tell you something? Jesus offers a way out of that. And he says, let me define your purpose. Let me define your reality. Let me define your existence. And your existence has nothing to do with what the world tells you you are. It has nothing to do with, with what you're doing currently. It has everything to do with what Jesus has for you in this life. And that's where we find these two, um, these two brothers. And so when, when Jesus invites them, what do they do? The first thing they do is they let go of what's in their hands. Now, that's really tough to do. I mean, they gave up their career, they gave up their families, they gave up everything that was in their possession that they thought they had control of. And they said, Jesus, we surrender to your way. And so essentially what we're doing is we're we're looking for the Simons and the Andrews. We're looking for people that were once like us, the lost. When we invite, when we share Jesus and we're saying, hey, the true meaning of life is found in Jesus. Follow Jesus the way I'm following Jesus so that you can live. Jesus says to these two brothers, he says, come be my students. So following, following Jesus is it's just being a disciple of Jesus is being a student of Jesus. So he extends an invitation because he saw two lost brothers and they were lost in their way. And so he invites them to himself because he is the way the way to everlasting life. That is the promise that we promise. That's the promise we offer to people. Everlasting life. The same thing that Jesus offered these brothers. Verse 20, at once they left their nets and followed him. 
the two brothers, the moment they did this, went from being lost in their way to being found in the way that leads to life. That's my testimony. That's my wife's testimony. That's the testimony of a lot of Christians, a lot of people who follow Jesus. They were once lost, but now they were found. They thought that life was all about controlling it by themselves. But later they found out that the true meaning of life is surrendering what you have in your hands to Jesus. So we were once lost in our way of life, just like Peter and Andrew. We were in desperate need of help because we were confused. We were lost. We were perplexed. Nothing made sense about life. We, we didn't understand what evil, why evil existed. We didn't understand why bad things happen to good people. We didn't understand what happened to our families. But here's the thing Jesus says, let me offer you life. Let me offer you a way out of all that. Let me show you your true purpose, why you exist. So we invite people. What do we invite people to? We invite people, the lost people, to the message, the message of Jesus. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. See, God, the one that created you, loved you so much. So what did he do? He made a way for you. He made a way for you to be redeemed, to be restored, so that you are no longer lost, but that you could be found. And he did this by sending his son down to earth. And so that's why we say Jesus is the truth, the way, and the life. Because he is the only way to the creator, the creator of life, to the creator of everything that you see around you. Jesus is the way. So we're telling people, hey, you don't have to be lost anymore. If you're in this way of Jesus, you will be found. If you have your Bible, let's go to Matthew chapter uh, 11 verse 28 through 30 and um, I'll be reading out the message translation it's a paraphrased translation written by a man named Eugene Peterson Matthew 11 28 through 30 in the message translation the Bible says are you tired worn out burnt out on religion burnt out on religion come me Jesus says come to me get away with me and you will recover your life I'll show you how to take a real rest walk with me and work with me watch how I do it learn the unforced rhythms of grace I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly, this is what it means to be a student of the way of Jesus. Jesus says, I get it, you're lost. I get it, you're tired. I get it, you're worn out. I get it, you're confused. But then he says, come to me. 
come follow me. That's the same thing he said to Peter and Andrew when he saw them at the Sea of Galilee while they were fishing. And he was saying, hey, that net, that net's not your purpose. That's, that net's not your identity. I hold your identity. I know who you are. That net is a liar. I bring you the truth. And this is the truth that I came down from heaven, came down on earth, looked like you. And I, and I got up on the cross and died for you so that you may have a way to the Father, the one that created you. So he says, if you keep company with me, if you're my student, if you're a follower of my way, you will learn to live. I think a lot, of, a lot of us are existing, but not a lot of people are living. And Jesus says, in order for you to live, you must follow me because I will show you the way. I will lead the way because I know life. I created life. And this is our invitation to the world. This is our message to the world. Our witness to the world is that we were once lost, but now we are found because of the way of Jesus. Therefore now what's waiting for us is eternal life, life with God or created, the creator of heaven and earth. So as students of Jesus, why do we need to share Jesus to the world? It's because that is the purpose of Christ. That's what Jesus did when he, when he began to witness to the lost, he's, he's, he was saying, I offer life. So we are to invite people to our purpose, to invite people to the way of Jesus. In Matthew 28, 18 through 20, Jesus says his last words to his students. Now, if you call yourself a student of Jesus, if you call yourself a follower of Jesus, I would like you to highly to just pay attention to these words that are being said by Jesus as he leaves earth. He says in Matthew 28, 18 through 20, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And teach them to obey everything that I have commanded. And surely I am with you to the very end of the age. Now verse 18, Jesus says, All authority in heaven has been given to me. So Jesus, before he leaves, gives out orders. That authority is like a general speaking to his army. And he's speaking to you and I, his army, his, his students, his followers. And he's saying these things to us. He gives us a command and the command is to go. The command is to share the message. The command is to, is to go and find lost people and tell them about the way. That's all invitation is. Find someone. Find someone that's like Peter. Find someone that's like Andrew. Find someone that used to be like you. And what you must do is you must share the message of the gospel. 
which is simple, is that to tell them that they were loved by God at one point. But then sin came into life and they were separated from God. But because God loves them so much, he made a way for humanity, his creation to be restored again. Now, I don't have to talk about sin because you know what sin is. Sin is evil. Sin is everything that is wrong with this world right now. But it doesn't end there. The narrative doesn't end there because God made a way through his son, Jesus. And that's what you are calling people into. That is the command. When Jesus says, all authority has been given to me, he's saying, hey, I'm the commander in chief now. I'm the one that's sending out orders to my troops, to my army. And I'm commanding you. I'm commanding you. This is not optional. Jesus is not saying do this when you feel like it. He's saying, man, every chance you get, every time you encounter someone that doesn't know the gospel, I want you to share my message. So he says in verse 19, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So the command is to go and to invite those who are lost in their way. You know how many people are like Peter and, and Andrew there in the Sea of Galilee, right, with their net, and they're thinking, oh, this is what life is all about. Life is all about my career. Life is all about my money. Life is all about power. Life is all about popularity. And to those people, Jesus commands us to go and let them know that is not what living is. That's called existing. But to truly live is to find Christ. To truly live is to be a student of Jesus. And it's, that's when we begin to learn how to live. That's when we know our purpose. And he says, go and make disciples. Go and make students of all nations. Again, he says, make them my students, not my fans. Jesus says, I don't want to be trendy. I don't want to be popular. I don't want to be famous. No, I want students. I want an army. I want people. I don't want people that are, 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 are converted. I want people who dedicate their lives to being with me, imitating me, becoming like me, and sharing my good news to the world. So he says, and this is how you make students. This is what Jesus says to us. Verse 20, teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of so you make students, you make disciples by teaching them what you have learned. See, remember last week we said becoming like Jesus is like becoming like our teacher. Once you become like your teacher, your goal is to teach others the commands of your teacher. And so our, our job is to teach them the way of Jesus, to share the message And 
and their response, their response to that will be obedience. See, once they know Jesus, once they know the teachings of Jesus, once they know the command of Jesus, then their response must be obedience. And so when someone learns and obeys, he is a student. See, you and I, we were lost. And then we learned the message. We obeyed the message. We became followers of the way. And therefore, we are students that are still growing. No one can arrive to a level of maturity here on earth. But by the power of the Holy Spirit who is in us to transform us, we will get to the point of teaching others about Jesus. And then he says, I will be with you. And how is Jesus with you? It's by sending you the Holy Spirit, the helper that will help you teach, that will help you um, guide people, that will help you witness. That Holy Spirit is inside of you. You have the power to go witness and make disciples, make followers of Jesus. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this message resonated with you. And if you're someone that, that's just like, man, I, I felt like um, I'm like Peter and Andrew. Life, life doesn't make sense to me. I want to I invite you. I want to invite you to a life with Jesus. Man, if, if Peter and Andrew were able to cast their nets and follow Jesus, you have the same ability to do that. I did that with my life and I, there's, I'm, I don't regret it. I'm truly living. I'm truly understanding what my purpose is. And if you're in our community, and you, if you're experiencing the same experience that Peter and Andrew later on had, and I've had, and all of Jesus' followers are having, I want you to really pray, continue to pray, continue to witness, continue to invite others. I wanna go ahead and pray for us as we conclude. My prayer, my hope for you is that you are relentless in sharing Jesus to the world. It's all pray. Jesus, we love you. We thank you. We honor you. You are the, the message. The gospel is so sweet because it's good news, God. And I pray, Lord, that we, Lord, receive that last word, that you are with us. When we share your word when we are witnesses of who you are, you are with us, Lord. Thank you for finding us. Thank you for finding us where we were, lost, confused, in need of help. And God, I pray that this message doesn't just stay with us, but Lord, I pray that we have the strength to share it with those that don't know you yet. Lord, I pray that you bless everybody tuning in. Lord, I pray that this message changes a life today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next Sunday. Take care.